This is a Capricorn FM podcast. Welcome to Property Speaking. It is a Thursday today. Philip Skuman is joining us in the building. I think you can agree that with the rising interest rates, everyone is a financial advisor. I'm trying to buy a property at fixed interest rate. Mm? Oh, definitely. <laughs> and the day you unlearn that 500 bucks is money. Listen. <laughs> it's the day you'll have peace in your life. We've all become experts. Just because you heard a certain interview, you read some, not even a full article, you read like a headline of an article, and now you think you can... You know, advise your friend about something. Yeah. Because mm. that's usually the case. I've right? been guilty. I'll tell you how you can get a breath, Ayana. Sometimes these conversation, yeah. are conversations that we have with a, a real estate agent during uh-huh. that process, you know. Yeah. Because you want to find out information. And if they're really chasing the sale, they'll just tell you, no, you see, there's an advantage there. I mean, you get to serve, save like 500 bucks and oh, stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. I, I, I've been put in a situation where I've been told, but you're a DJ, my man. You get paid every weekend. You don't have to worry about this <laughs> Oh. Just take this debt until the gigs run dry oh, for a while. Oh, oh, oh. Then reality kicks in. But what does this all mean? Philip Skuman is joining us up next. And of course, we're joined in studio as always every Thursday by Philip Skuman, broker and owner of Remax. Morning, Philip. Welcome. How you doing? Morning, guys. Thanks for having me. <laughs> so, so you hear what you're talking about mm. this morning? Fixed rate, fixed interest rate. So, yeah. what, what exactly does it mean when we talk about that? <laughs> So, like you were saying, a lot of people talk about fixing interest rates, and you know they 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 say that they, you know they they presume to know that they that they know what it's about. But there's a couple of pitfalls that we need to understand. Um, for instance, the bank we we get a lot of uh, guys that apply for us. You know, they come to us in, initially, and then they say, "I want a fixed interest rate," um, and it doesn't work like that because. It's more like a financial product that the bank will – it's like an overdraft or, or a, a flexi bond. They'll, uh-huh. they'll approve it after your loan has been granted or after the bond has registered. Okay. So you start paying it and then you can apply for a fixing um, of the interest rate or mm-hmm. an, uh, 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 an overdraft or a um, – what's the other one that I wanted to just say? But the point I'm trying to make is that um, – it can only be approved afterwards. And then the bank will tell you, they'll decide based on your risk profile, whether mm. 12 months or 60, up to 60 months. Okay, that's the only time period. So you can't fix it for 20 years. That's that's one of the... Oh. No, six years or five years at most, 60 months. And then what happens after the five years or whatever period? And then it reverts back to automatic uh, variable interest rate. Really? Yep. So if... In, <laughs> wait a minute, so, Philip. So <laughs> then you've got to reapply for that fixed interest rate. But here's the kicker. Okay. Let, let's say you've been approved at a 12% interest rate now. 11.75 is the current uh, prime, so you, you're prime plus one. Or let's say prime plus one, 12.75. Mm-hmm. Um, now you fix your rate, but the bank's not going to give you prime plus one now. They're going to give you prime plus three, okay. prime, prime plus four, because uh-huh. it's a risk to them. What if the interest rates go up higher? Yeah. Um, then they lose. But, you know, what if they drop? Then you don't benefit either because you fixed Okay. Now, the banks are currently talking about four int- – one of the banks have mentioned four possible drops this year. Mm. And most of them are mm. talking about one or two, okay, at least. So, if you fix your interest rate now, you're not going to benefit from any of the drops. Because you usually think about it, if there's an increase, like if, for example, if there's a cons- consistent or consecutive increase, you think, I'm in the plus, I'm in the positive, I'm safe. But, but if there's a but drop techni- – technically, you're paying more for it anyway. So – I would have paid 12%. Now I'm paying 14, 15% just because I don't have the financial discipline to ensure that there's enough money to pay my bond. You get what I'm saying? Mm. It's almost better to 
apply for a personal overdraft and the one or two months you are short, just take from your personal overdraft and pay it into your bond. Does that make sense? Yeah. Or get ahead every month so that the one month that you can't afford, you know, you've got a bit of a buffer built in in terms of equity. So the point I'm trying to make is I don't feel that it's ever worth it um, because they'll always increase. It's almost like they penalize you. Yeah. It feels like that because yeah. they give you a 3 or a 2% yeah. um, surcharge, if you will, because you are taking this fixed interest rate. Sure. Now, what happened back in the day, um, like when when the banks became very averse uh, interest rate-wise, a risk averse, is <clears throat> back in 2008, the interest mm-hmm. rate shot up and they fixed a lot of interest rates. Oof. A lot of people were on fixed interest rates back yeah. then and um, because then it made sense back then. Yeah. Um, at that specific time period, it made sense to fix. And the banks were, you know, they, they complied. They, they they fixed the interest rates and then they shot up. And the banks subsequently lost a lot of money. Yeah. And they vowed never to do it again. <laughs> so do you feel that banks get to push people to maybe not even try to fix, just to to not fix or? I think it's like it's like one of those things that it used to work and it might work in future. Mm-hmm. But currently it's not working. Um, really? There are very there are a lot of financial models that don't always apply. Um, they, as time goes, and in certain times in the economy, they make sense. Currently, and for the last 12, 13 years, it hasn't made sense to fix interest rates. And the banks, or it was like this that they, that they're basically penalising you. Mm. You don't want to fix your interest rate because you're going to pay a premium of three percent just because you want the safety. Um, of knowing how much is going to go down anyway, or e- every month, and then they—it's only for six years or five years max anyway. Hmm. So, and that's if they approve you for six years fixed. They're probably going to approve you for like one year or two years. So the fixing thing does work, and and people can do it. But does it make sense? Mm, not so much. Mm. Not for me. Pros and cons. Well, basically that, you're going to pay more for your house over time, mm-hmm. um, and it's just because you don't have the financial discipline. Um, Yes, it, the, the the pro is that now you can budget, um, but there are cheaper ways of budgeting that don't cost you three percent. And it's never really a lot of money, right? Like it's, it's, it's sometimes say, it's in the hundreds. Exactly, like, it's hundreds. Yeah, it's um, like six hundred bucks, five hundred bucks, eight hundred bucks. People, I haven't yeah. heard one saying a thousand, but <laughs> yeah, for most people. But now <laughs> consistently, you're going to pay that six, seven hundred bucks penalty for the time period. And now it's a lot of money over five years. Yeah. Which you could have just... It made more sense to almost borrow that money from a friend and pay into your, <laughs> into your bond. Um, there are cleverer ways of playing around with your financial... Uh, with interest rates and stuff. Um, and, and my personal opinion is at this point, any, any agent that will tell you that fixing is a good idea... I don't know what he's talking about. Yeah, well, uh, we've had a lot of conversations that scare people off from investing or buying into property. Um, you know, how we always make reference to experiences of, mm. I was paying 10,000 rands about five years ago. I'm now yeah. paying 15 or 16, 17,000 rands. So yeah. if someone comes and says, fix it, you're thinking maybe that is then, the then best you, option. Then you're going to pay 17,000, mm. not 15. The mm. bank is going to let you pay 17 now, but at least you can budget. I'm keeping <laughs> at the back of my mind that there will be that wow. possibility that it may be 22,000 in another two, three years. Sure. Mm. But now you haven't taken into the rates and trends and the trends and stuff. So the bank is, 
when you want to fix now, they are smiling and their mouth is watering. It's like, <laughs> hey, we're getting 3% for free here. <laughs> All right, we're going to leave it here for today. Thank you so much, Philip, for coming through and talking to us. Philip Skuman, broker and owner of Remax. Thanks, guys. That was a Capricorn FM podcast. For more podcasts, visit capricornfm.co.za.